Today's episode of InVibe Life Conversations podcast is sponsored by Anchor. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will then distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. List, this is what I want. Um, Maybe even go so far as why I want it, but then make sure you include, this is how I will feel when I have it and Mm. write it down very specifically. Fulfilled, abundant, energized, um, in love with life, Mm -hmm. elated, what secure, prosperous, you know, whatever those things are, make sure you understand what the emotions you are trying to bring about are. And that's the key. And I think a tool to also help you bring this about is, so you've written that down. You've Mm -hmm. understood what you need to feel. Look at things that you currently have that also give you that feeling. Exactly. And it could be... Welcome to the In Vibe Live podcast with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. By tuning in, you are joining a community that will inspire you to increase balance, wellness, and joy in your life. We'll offer expert information and insightful conversations to help us all on our journey to live more in vibe. For more information and articles, remember to also check out our website at invibelife.com. That's E-N-V-I-B-E-L-I-F-E.com. And we're grateful that you're here. Welcome to In Vibe Life Conversations with Amy Parker and Cheryl Dunn. Today, we decided we would talk about the law of attraction. Amy and I have noticed that we use that term a lot in our podcast, and we thought we would just dedicate a whole podcast to it. So we want to kind of go over different things that we've read and seen and heard in regards to the law of attraction and what our feelings or beliefs behind that term are. Yeah. Yeah. I think, and I think the biggest thing to say is we're sort of sharing our understanding of it and how we've come to know it and use it. We've both read, listened to, watched a bazillion things Mm -hmm. uh, on the law of attraction and everyone has, I don't know, maybe a different way of interpreting it, but like most um, spiritual topics, I almost feel like the more I read, the more I realize everyone's pretty much saying the They're same saying the thing. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it just resonates differently for different people, I think, in different ways. And so I don't know about you, Cheryl. The first time I learned about the law of attraction was from this book, The Secret. And I couldn't even remember how long ago that was. So I looked and the published date on this is 2006. So that's probably about the time, not quite 15 years ago, that I first read about it. Um, I read the book then, kind of went, that's interesting, and did a little research into it, read a little more, got a little knowledge. Um, Let it influence, I think, my energy or my thoughts. But then I sort of, like some other things we've talked about, I think, sort of put it on a shelf. And I mean that figuratively. I mean, the book probably literally, but me... (laughs) figuratively, and then probably about mm, five or six years ago, circled back to it Mm -hmm. in a heavier way and have done a lot more reading research, everything in the law of attraction, the law of manifestation, um, 
I have and to fess up. understand it more. Yeah. If I had picked that book up 15 years ago, I would immediately have been like, ah, oh, pooey. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's exactly like the complete opposite of what I believe and feel today, mm-hmm. where when you and I four years ago started talking heavily and deeply about this spiritual stuff. And I think I told you, watch the movie. Yeah, Netflix you probably did put the movie out yes, or it came yes. out on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, which was great. I mean, mm-hmm. I brought my whole family in. I was like, everybody have a seat. We're watching this. I'm not sure yeah. how much my children really were like, they kind of had this, really, why are we having to watch this? Well, they're not ready either. Just like I said, right. I wasn't really ready. Yes. You know, I, they you know ready. Yeah. I was way not ready 15 years ago. Had uh-huh. I seen it then, I would have been like, this is for crazy people. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's how opposite I was. And, and some people might feel like that listening to us. And totally. so the thing, the reason I bring that up besides thinking that everything's there for you when you're ready for it is also there might be something slightly different that different people take from it. And that's okay too. Yeah. You know, not yes. if we present it out there and you think about it a little bit, maybe you'll pull something from it. Cause I think there's an essence to it that, um, most people, if you really think about it, would find it's pretty logical. So why don't you start by saying like your understanding of the law of attraction? Let's talk about what is the law of attraction. Okay. So if I just went really basic and simple, I would say like attracts like me too. Yeah. You know, and that is, even if you look at like magnets, magnets are the opposite. Though. They do. They'll yeah. re- but if you don't look at like the positive negative charge, right. you just look at like it either repels or it comes together. I guess mm-hmm. that's where mm-hmm. I'm going with the magnet thing. But, um, like attracts like, so energetically look at what's happening in your life, or this is how I use the term a lot. Mm-hmm. Like when something's happening to me, that is disturbing me. It's funny. I'll even go to Steven and, and I'll say, what am I doing? That's attracting this, mm-hmm. you know? And it, maybe that's my roundabout way of having him have that same thought with some of his stuff. Cause that's not your first reaction. Your first reaction is when something's negative happening to you, your first reaction is to get defensive and want to right do something to mm-hmm. fix it mend it, get angry at it, whatever it is, versus reversing and looking at yourself and going, what energetically is happening with my thoughts, feelings, and beliefs that's creating this negative thing in my life? Well, and I think that's interesting because I think a lot of people, when they first hear about the law of attraction, the immediate reaction is defensive. Like, do you think I want this job I don't like? Yes. Um, do you think I want a bank account with Zero not money enough money it. to pay my bills? Yeah. Right. Do you think I want my business to have right. hardship? Do you think I want my relationship to be struggling or strained? Of course I don't want that. Um, and so that's why I think want is a difficult term. And, you know, I think a lot of people think of the law of attraction about if you want something enough, it will come about. Or what do you want and you will get it. And that's kind of a popular misconception, I think, that's come about. And for that reason, I think, and we may use the term interchangeably here, but desire is a better term to use than want. Because want connotes a lack of something. Like, what am I wanting? What am I lacking? What am I without? 
And so first of all, think about desire. What are you desiring in your well, to call into your life? With want, you're putting out the energy of needing more things to want, mm-hmm. right? Versus it's kind of, um, oh gosh, I've lost the words here, but it's kind of like if you, if you want to win the lottery, then you're going to want for this and want for that and want for that. You're putting more of want in your life instead of, believing I have enough, then you will have more things happen in your life to attract the I have enough feeling versus I want more. I think we need to back up again. That's okay. Yeah, it is. That's big. And so here's the thing. When we say like attracts like, Like. Mm -hmm. and you call into your life, everything that's in your life. So everything that's in your life today is there because you have called that into your life or attracted that into your life in some way. The same is true in the future. Whatever you want to attract into your life, you have the power to do it. But I I think where it gets sometimes misunderstood or oversimplified is the thought that it could be just a concrete material thing. Mm-hmm. And though it can, that concrete material thing is just the representation of um, an essence is what I want to say, an energetic essence. Mm-hmm. We're really talking about energy here. So what you're talking about being able to attract into your life is an energy or really the essence of an energy. And now how that shows up might be a physical object. It might be a large bank account. But you know what that large bank account represents is abundance. It's not the money itself. It's, you know, prosperity and abundance. And so the key to the law of attraction, the way I understand it and to calling things into your life is what do you believe and are your beliefs aligning with the energy you are seeking or desiring that you are worthy of the abundance? Well, that's an even bigger, (laughs) that's an even bigger, Mm -hmm. definitely Mm -hmm. topic. And so again, trying to get to like this want versus desire. Um, Everything is about the emotions. And the way I understand it is your thoughts. Are you sending a signal? Let's call it the universe. Okay. A signal into the universe. And I've heard it described before. Like imagine that the world of universal possibilities is, you know, everything exists in this world of universal possibilities and everything exists at a different energetic frequency. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, imagine your old time radio dial where you're turning that dial one way or the other. And when you turn that dial to a certain frequency, you attract or pull in mm-hmm. whatever is being emitted at that frequency. That's and a great example. Bam, you have music playing on the radio. Yeah. That's the exact same thing, but it's a two-part system. First part is tuning that dial, and that's what your thoughts do. Mm -hmm. So your mind is a powerful tool. I mean, we say we want to transcend the mind and we want to get to the heart, but your mind is also an extremely powerful tool for helping you, um, first of all, gather information in life, and that's how you learn what you do and don't want or what you would and would not like to experience. Your mind helps you make those decisions and um, calculate Mm -hmm. and bring in Mm -hmm. that information. 
Your but conscious it, mind. Your does conscious, that. Your, exactly. Your conscious <laughs> mind does that. Yep. And it also sends that energetic signal out or that frequency out to say, I'm going to dial in to this thing I would like to call into my life. But then in order to pull that thing into your life or to get that frequency to you, your energetic frequency has to be a match. It has to match. Like and ma so matches. That's life. where the emotions come in. Mm -hmm. You have to feel it. You have to believe it. You have to and allow that's it. That's where the subconscious mind comes into play. You can practice it though too, consciously. Totally. Mm -hmm. Well, your conscious mind can change the beliefs of your sub. Of that's your sub where it becomes mind. so so powerful. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Mm -hmm. And I believe that when you change your belief system, then through the conscious mind. It changes the pattern of the subconscious mind and there that's your frequency of what you're attracting mm -hmm. is putting that out there. Um, maybe we should talk a little bit about how to do that and practices for that. Does that make sense? It's mm -hmm. like on a conscious level, I want this new job, right? Mm -hmm. There's that feeling of, I want this new job. Okay. So maybe I need to change my subconscious beliefs Maybe I believe that, oh, I'm not qualified for that job. Mm -hmm. So, or I, if I get that job, I'll have to work too much. Or if I get that job, some of my current friends will feel resentment towards me. Correct. Those are all different underlying belief systems that could be there mm -hmm. based that are sabotaging you actually mm -hmm. getting exactly. the job. So working on the subconscious beliefs through conscious practices of maybe mantras or truly changing that feeling of, I don't deserve it to, I deserve it. And not mm -hmm. only do I deserve it, this is what it's going to feel like when I have it. Yes. That's what you have to step into. That's what you have to step into is what it feels like to have it, mm -hmm. what it feels like when you get it, what it feels like when you're doing it, you know, that sort of underlying belief. And there are lots of tools out there to maybe take you into mantras or meditations that help change your belief systems on a subconscious level that really guide you into a deeper understanding or ability to attract things in your life that you are seeking. Mm -hmm. And I think because what you're really seeking is the energy. Yeah. So remember that, yes. you know, I mean, a Ferrari doesn't make you happy. Mm-mm right? Maybe my knowing, husband might disagree with that. Right. Is it the car or is it the exhilaration? It's the feeling you get when you drive it. Well, the exhilaration of having something you've dreamed about maybe yes. or a love and a zest for life. Yes. And knowing that I have the financial abundance to buy something that I've wanted all my life. It's those feelings you're really being drawn mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. So practice being in those feelings and you can practice that completely. Mm -hmm. You can and sit. I mean, like you said, you, this is the time I'm going to go into a more practical and you've gone into the more metaphysical with the emotions. You can sit, close your eyes, imagine that you have that job and what it will feel like when you do spend five minutes a day doing it. Even write down, this is what I want. And, and this is, I believe what I'm about to say is an extremely valuable practice. This is something that I do and it's something I'm working on doing more. List, this is what I want. 
um, maybe even go so far as why I want it, but then make sure you include, this is how I will feel when I have it and mm. write it down very specifically. Love that. Fulfilled, abundant, energized, um, in love with life, mm-hmm. elated, what secure, prosperous, you know, whatever those things are, make sure you understand what the emotions you are trying to bring about are. And that's the key. And I think a tool to also help you bring this about is, so you've written that down. You've Mm -hmm. understood what you need to feel. Look at things that you currently have that also give you that feeling. Exactly. And it could be something really small, like wow, I have this pen that writes so well and I, and it's this fancy pen and I love it. And I love to be writing with it. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm just throwing out something really small, but you, Mm -hmm. you look for things that are already in your life that are giving you that. And that's part of that waking up with gratitude. That's what I was gonna say. This is why gratitude is so key. And why we say gratitude is the key to accessing a lot of the elevated emotions. Because like when I said what you are trying to do is allow yourself to receive those energies. Yeah. That's key. Gratitude. Allow allow yourself to receive those energies. Because it's not just about feeling those energies. You've got to allow yourself to receive them, to truly embody them. You want to embody that energy you're trying to create. Um, And if you're not allowing it, I mean, I think that's a hard question to ask yourself. Am I doing something to block myself from allowing the reception of those energies? I know we've done a whole podcast on worthiness before. Do you feel worthy of receiving that financial abundance? And I mean, really, do you really get down? Or is there something saying, oh, everyone who has this high level of a position in a Fortune 500 company must have to work too hard and or it really takes some work for you to right. get to the, this is D- the work in life. Yeah. This is the work. Mm-hmm. This is the work to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but then what are you doing to prevent yourself from allowing those energies, um, to come in? Where mm-hmm. was I going with that? <laughs> I don't know. This is, this is such a deep subject that has so many angles, it's easy to lose where our thoughts are coming from. It is. And And we're both so passionate about it. Yeah, we're passionate about it. We've studied so many different Mm -hmm. people on it from, you know, different people in different realms, like coming very spiritual or coming very physical with it. Because, you know, I have studied a lot of Bruce Lipton and he goes into the science of it and um, how our thoughts really help our health. Right. So up until like the 1950s, scientists really believed that um, our DNA was the, you know, your health was predetermined by your DNA. And that was it. There were no other factors. But what he actually did was in the 1960s, he was already studying stem cells back then. And he would take tissue, identical tissue, and put it in two different petri dishes and notice that there was a different environment or outcome the next day. Well, when instead of studying the two identical cells, he studied the environment. And so the environment is what changed the outcome. Well, when he got deeper into the cells and what affected them, it wasn't the DNA. I mean, there is a portion of our DNA that we come with that helps determine our health, but there is, and it is what it is. It is what it is. We get our DNA before we're even here. Mm -hmm. Right. So 
There, but there's this other portion that determines our health that is not from our DNA. That's our environment. Now, I'm not just saying your physical environment. That is a big factor, like what you're eating, what you're exposed to, all that kind of stuff. But your mental environment is another Do portion. all of these things fall under the category of epigenetics? Epigenetics. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's the study of epigenetics that determines, which is, they say that like 20%, don't quote me on that percentage, but only 20% is your DNA. So 80% is your epigenetics. It's your environment. So that's why we talk so much about um, what your thoughts are. If you're stressed Mm -hmm. out, that kind of stuff can affect not only your adrenals, but your immune system. Because when your adrenals are overworked, thinking you're being chased by the tiger, Mm -hmm. then your immune system is not working as well. So then therefore you tend to get more sick, Mm -hmm. right? So that goes into what your thoughts are can attract your actual physical health, right? Or say you do catch some sort of virus, speaking of, you know, what we are in 2020, Mm -hmm. Your mental health in regards to what you've got can help you heal from it. Mm-hmm. And there, we hear that a lot. Yes. The power mm-hmm. of what's going Not on. Not just with Not, COVID, but no, you know I mean, even um, major Brandy talked about it cancer when we talked centers about cancer. now huh? have yoga yeah. and even yeah. um, Reiki is starting to come into mm-hmm. hospitals. Meditation is a part of comprehensive care for those with serious, um, illnesses. Yes. And Mm -hmm. so that's just a, I guess, kind of a health and wellness as far as the physical body in the law of attraction and how you can use that. Let's talk about the whole, um, concept a little more step back to how we started with that, um, thought of, is it your wants? Is it what you're lacking? Um, and how I said that people sometimes get defensive right away. And I know that people I've talked to about the law of attraction oh, immediately. Yeah. It's a hard Do you subject. think I want my business to be having yeah. hardships? The same with health. I mean, this is, this is really a difficult concept to get. Yeah. But what I hope that you all listening take from it is it's also extremely empowering. Yeah. Because we do have the ability to influence even our genetic expression yes. of um, physical conditions and mm-hmm. everything in our lives. And I, I want to touch on one other little point, and we probably should have said this at the beginning. Well, so, and it's the positive and negative. Going back to that, what you're getting at is the essence or the energetics of something. The universe does not distinguish between a positive and a negative. So if you're thinking, I don't want my business to fail, for example, take away that don't want or do want and just business fail is the essence of what you're talking Uh, about. So that's the essence of what you're putting out there and therefore the energy you're attracting. Now, here's the good news. These things, not always, for some people maybe, do not happen overnight. So... You don't need to think, oh my goodness, I had that one bad thought, therefore something horrible is going to happen to me. You have a lot of time and mm-hmm. you have free will mm-hmm. to um, navigate the direction of this because things unfold um, 
in divine timing, not necessarily right. instantaneously. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying some things don't happen instantaneously. We've all heard those stories of spontaneous healing or, right. you know, you win the lottery right. or whatever. And I've, I've heard people talk about things yes. like that in using the law of attraction. I actually have known people who've had things like that happen. However, for the most part, you have some time. Here's the other thing. This is why it's reassuring to hear it's the belief system more than a random thought. Mm-hmm. Because none of us want to be have every random thought that goes through our minds popping into our field of existence, right? Yes. That would be absolutely crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the reasons the system is set up so that it's your emotions and beliefs and that's a natural mm-hmm. um, temperance mm-hmm. to the speed at which things mm-hmm. happen. And you really need to get into it a little bit. So that that's really there to protect us, I mm-hmm. think, yes, as much as to make us really, really spend time getting to the essence of what it is we desire. Also, I know you mentioned that you picked up that book, The Secret, in 2006, Mm -hmm. but I want you to also talk about where you found biblical reference to this. This is not something that's only been around in the last 20 years. Yes, it's something we're hearing a whole lot more about these days because it's just getting, becoming more mainstream, but... You know, well, it's ancient, and I think it goes through a lot of different um, religious traditions. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, the biggest one is ask and you shall receive. Mm -hmm. You know, that appears in Matthew, it appears in Mark, and different verbiage, but ask and it shall be given. Ask, pray upon it, and it shall be given to Mm -hmm. you is essentially the formula, Mm -hmm. which really is the same formula we're saying here. Ask, allow it, feel it, receive it, pray upon it. Uh Uh-huh. And it will come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And some of the different um, interpretations also don't use the word ask. They use the word believe, mm-hmm. which yes. is kind of True. what we're mm-hmm. talking about here, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just no, I think, think that, here's the Mark quote. Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. You got to repeat that. <laughs> Whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And where is that? Um, Mark, Mark 11. Let's put our glasses chapter on. 24. I know. <laughs> Mark 11, chapter yeah. 24. Mm-hmm. And I just think that is awesome because, you know, uh, just the ancient text that it's found in, mm-hmm. you know, and, and here we are in 2020 talking about it and maybe some some people would believe that we're getting woo-woo or weird or too far out there. But that to me kind of grounds it back down that Mm -hmm. it's not this foreign concept, Mm -hmm. that it's something that truly God, universe, whatever your belief system is, that text is found in many different places And it's something that I believe is a true message from God that we should, you know, have that sort of process or belief system in this law of attraction. Mm -hmm. Well, and let's, um, and I hate to use the term you should, or we should, we should maybe, but I don't want to like shame us around not having this, but it's something that is there as to work on. 
Again, I hope that everyone would feel that they have a certain amount of power in their own creation um, by hearing this. I think it's hard this. to find, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I think it's it's not something, maybe it gets beat down out of us, but maybe mm-hmm. at one point we will leave it and then life beats you down and you forget it. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you come full circle that, you know, we have power and control over our, our future, our destiny, our, our space right now. We have some power over that. Mm-hmm. Not just some, a lot. Well, and I mean, another way of, um, defining that power is free will, mm-hmm. which again, most religious traditions talk about that talk too. about free will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's boil this down, though. It's like you just said maybe we're getting a little too woo-woo or maybe we're going out there. And we started the podcast by saying we hope you'll take at least some of this Mm -hmm. and see how there might be something that resonates with you. Let's talk about some a little more real ways we see this. I know that one thing we talk about um, a lot between us, but we have another podcast, too, is simply how the emotional state you're putting out there, you'll get back during the day. For example, I think the easiest thing um, to relate to is if you approach the people in your life, and I mean the clerk at the grocery store, we always joke about the barista at the coffee Mm -hmm. shop with a positive attitude, a positive energy, a smile on your face, the reaction you're going to get back from them and the treatment you're going to get back from them is going to be different than if you have a scowl, you're looking down, you're complaining about everything, you will get a different result. Mm -hmm. To me, that is one of the most real, almost everyone has experienced examples of like attracts like, like energy attracts like energy. Mm -hmm. Totally. I mean, just thinking of being on the receiving end of that, I had somebody come work on, on my house the other day And he was so pleasant and happy and just was in a great mood. And it, his energy to me Mm -hmm. changed my day because wow, it was, and when he asked for the check to pay for it, I had no problem, right? (laughs) You know, cause it just, it was such a great feeling to have somebody show up in just this awesome mood, Mm -hmm. you know, being on the receiving end as if I was the barista and. You know, so it was really, it was, it's, it's a nice feeling. Mm -hmm. So if you can give that gift to somebody else, you're truly also getting it in return. Mm -hmm. Can you think of any other examples or any other, um, ways? Uh, well, that was nice being on the receiving end of it, you know, at the office, seeing clients, um, people come in because it's a physical therapy clinic the idea of somebody coming in in pain is a reality mm-hmm. and happens. That's, that's why they're there. Right. Right. They're in some sort of physical pain. They're seeking help to try and get relief from that. When you're in physical pain, you are not happy go lucky. Right. You know, you don't feel good. So your mood is not great. So we have to work really hard as whether you're at the front desk or you're an instructor or you're a therapist, we have to really, really work hard to shift the energy of that for the person. And sometimes that is, they, they might come in saying, you know, being a little down, talking about the difficult things. Then we have to maybe remind them of where they've come from. 
Mm-hmm. You know, today, this is what you're, what I'm hearing you say, but let me just remind you that a month ago you couldn't do X, Y, and Z, and now you're doing those things. So let's look at our progress because you're, you're on a road to recovery. Today might've been a bad day, but we're going in the right direction. And so let's continue to move there. And so you just have to change their thought process. And do you see a difference though? So those, those patients who, within the hour, but even just the two different patient A and patient B, you know, patient A believes this will get better. Mm -hmm. I buy into the system. I think it's going to work. Oh yeah. And patient B thinks I'm going to be in pain for the rest of my life. Correct. This is not going to, there's no way moving my body on a Pilates reformer is going to make a difference. How much of the results you see have to do on the belief system? Well, we kind of vet people right off the beginning. Right. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of vetting because we need people to understand that it is, that it's going to take some work, Mm -hmm. right? On their part too. And so if they're not willing to do what we're asking, then we know it's not going to work. Right. The, the relationship isn't going to work. So if we've got them to, in the beginning to commit, okay, this is your commitment. You're, we're going to do, this is the plan. This is how we're going to do it. And not that that plan might veer, veer and change a little bit throughout the process, but if we've gotten that commitment, then we've already vetted that first part of that patient. You know, mm-hmm. we've got the person that believes we can do, we can do this together. Right. But along the way, there's going to be some pitfalls. You know, whether it was they woke up on the wrong side of the bed or traffic was bad or they picked up a box that really was too heavy at that point, you know, and they had some setbacks. That is a mental shift that might take them to where they were before they even saw us in the beginning. So we have to mentally make that shift so that we continue to attract the positive changes we want to see. And so that work of being positive and talking about a positive, uh, you know, a path of health and wellness and getting better is something as practitioners, we are constantly working on. Right. And so we have to keep our energy at a certain place so that we can draw them into our field because being in pain sometimes puts you in a different frequency than maybe when I'm having a great day and having no pain, that's a different frequency. So I have to be strong in my frequency so I don't get drawn down to theirs that I can draw them up to mine Mm -hmm. and keep them. And it's not good, bad, right, wrong. It's, it's, um, a path of healing, Uh right? And so that's, trying to play with that energetic field to bring this both together. And I think that's something too, that like in deep partnerships, you work together to continually, because just, I mean, I can think about this in our marriage. I can think about this in mine and Amy's relationship Mm -hmm. here is maybe one day we're, our frequency is not the same, Mm -hmm. but we work hard to draw the other one into a maybe more positive, more light sort of frequency when maybe one of us isn't there. Does that make sense? It does. And I want to, I want to like flip to part B now too, because I feel like we've talked a lot about 
um, how what we're experiencing right now is more, is the result of past energies or mm -hmm. frequencies. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about how to effectuate the future you want. Okay. A little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Too. Mm -hmm. And I think um, one of the keys to this is we've talked a lot about in past podcasts, um, listening to your true authentic self or your higher self um, to align with your soul's purpose or your higher purpose in life. And that's also where, even though the law of attraction um, does deal with thoughts a lot, that's where it really comes down also to emotions and feelings. You have um, a way of knowing when even the thoughts you want are aligning with your true authentic purpose, and that's by how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And I mean, of course, there are a myriad of feelings and emotions, but really boil them down to good and bad or positive and negative. Something probably, if you sit in stillness or sit with it, is going to make you feel positive or it's going to make you feel negative. Mm -hmm. And that's sort of how you know the direction to go. And then when you have a thought of what to do, and it has that positive feeling and it aligns with what you feel is your true desire. That's when people talk about inspired action. That's that inspired action. And taking that inspired action is a key. You know, you are responsible not just for the energy, but also for the steps to get to that desire you want. And I really think in my life is a good example of this that we can even share because we knew for a long time. We wanted to do something, something to share our conversations. And, you know, we're sitting under a sign that says in Vibe Life Conversations, so it may <laughs> seem self-evident. It took us a couple years it took us a while to come up with the actual idea mm -hmm. and to vet a whole bunch of things that one or the other of us would say, it just yeah. doesn't feel right. Yeah. And we honored each other. And yes. that was important, too. I remember a couple of times, you know, one or the other of us said, this just feels really bad right now. Let's at least give it a couple months and circle back to it. And, and I then think we respected each other we, in that. We did. And then when we had this idea, it was like we both instantly, yes, this that's it. it. Let's go. And even with that, we worked for about over a year before this came to fruition. We launched it <laughs> mm -hmm. before we actually launched it. And we're still working on it. And as we plan yep. future paths and, um, um, event, whatever the direction is the mm -hmm. word I'm looking for, we go back and rely upon this principle mm -hmm. that how does it feel, feel to us and is it resonating with mm -hmm. what we believe to be true? Okay. And I want to talk about that feeling a little mm -hmm. bit because mm -hmm. this is, um, I, I don't even know where I got it from, but it was some meditation or podcast or mm -hmm. something I was listening to taught me to do this little tool. And it was, you ask yourself, I might've already said this in one of our podcasts, uh -huh. but I'm going to repeat it. <laughs> um, at, cause I tell this to my children too. And I even said to one day when Stacy and I were running, I was like, Hey, do this trick because uh -huh. this will work. Just ask God, universe, energy, whatever is there. Just say, what does yes feel like to me? Mm -hmm. And you can, you don't have to use the word. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can use the word positive, good, what is aligning with my soul feel like? And just sit with that. And this was because I'm a feeler kind mm -hmm. of person, right? So I could actually feel um, an expansion in my heart. 
Uh that physically in that part of my body, I could feel a glow and expansion, um, a tingle. I could feel it. What, and then I said, what does no feel like or negative or not the path? And I got a nausea kind of gut feeling. And so when I'm having choices in my life to make that I want to align with my true purpose, Mm -hmm. I ask for the feeling, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes that does, it's not always immediate, you know, but it's interesting. You have to choose the word that resonates with you because it was funny when I was telling Stacy about this, we were talking about Stacy being, Stacey Cheryl's being good my friend. good friend yeah. that I go running with, you know, <laughs> and we have a lot of these conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, it was funny because when we were talking in context of, I think, giving our kids permission to do something, right? Because mm-hmm. like, we have boys the same age, so mm-hmm. we talk a lot about our children. Um, and I said, yes. And I was thinking, yes, is a positive and a good. And she was like, oh, no, yes, is a negative. No. Because uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. she was like, yes, giving them permission to do something. So she was thinking it as a negative uh-huh. thing. So it was just, you have to, in context, choose your words that resonate with you and your belief system, what that, what, what you want Mm. to feel with that. And so going back to the law of attraction in this is you want that heart. Yes. Positive feeling when you're looking for what you want to attract in your life. So Mm. maybe you're trying to attract something that's not really in alignment with your soul. Right. You know, so that's the, and that's hard and and that that's hard. And so, um, you know, I've made some decisions in my life that seemed absolutely crazy to everyone who's known me. Yeah. And because on paper and maybe the values that society places on things, it seemed like I was making some really bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Um, stopping work. I mean, d- different yeah. things like that. But I've just always thought that, you know, my gut okay. or my heart intuition is giving me the message from God or the mm-hmm. universe, a higher power. And so at the end of the day, I have to follow that. And so far it's worked out, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying I don't have regrets, but I've also been taken care of. Correct. I feel like, mm-hmm. and, and so I don't know, that's, that's just putting that out there. That part of it is getting to know, what really aligns with your purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the work here because then once you find the thing that aligns with your purpose and you put that desire out there and you resonate with that energy, that's when things There's, start to attracting. really happen yeah, and change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're attracting what you're trying to manifest Deliberately. in your life. Deliberately. Deliberately. Because that, that's the other thing. You are always manifesting whatever you're resonating with or putting out there. It's, are you letting it happen by default or are you intentionally creating it? Mm -hmm. And then let's talk just a little bit about like, there's a lot of information out there on vision boards and mental movies and things like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. They can be useful tools. Definitely. Definitely. I've done the vision board Mm -hmm. before. I have too. I never went through the process of creating the mind movie. Mm-hmm. thing that um I did a lot of research on it and thought oh that's pretty interesting but I do try and pull pull pic- things that I'm trying to manifest in my life I pull pictures of it uh-huh you know if I'm going through a magazine I'm like oh 
that's the chair I want. Right. (laughs) You know, Uh and I'll put it up on my clipboard in my office, you know, that sort of stuff. Um, and just try and put that energy out there. And I think that's useful. But then remember that second step is, and then how would I feel? How will I feel when I have it? Yes. Yes. You got to get past that. I want it to Mm -hmm. how will I feel with Mm -hmm. it? Believe that feeling of having it. And so I think those devices or tools that can be really helpful Mm -hmm. in getting you into that energy, Mm -hmm. but there's step one. Right. And so it's not just creating a collage of a mansion and a Ferrari and things. Right. Not just writing it down, but Mm -hmm. having the feeling. Feeling. Mm -hmm. And and then here's the trick to just end with or add. Once you already have the feeling of it, you care less about the actual object. Yeah, you have to release (laughs) the outcome. Mm -hmm. You have to release the Mm -hmm. outcome. I think that's how I'm feeling about this next election coming up. Releasing the outcome. (laughs) Because part of the prayer, I think, or part of the ask is that you want things to happen that are in your highest and best interest. So you want everything to have the most benevolent outcome for you. So I suggest asking, Mm -hmm. I would like this or something even better for myself. And then give that up, surrender it and allow, Yes, allow God to work Mm -hmm. also. Totally. Well, I think this is a good place to wrap it up. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, Amy and I could keep going. I know you guys can probably tell (laughs) a little because this is, this is the stuff we talk about all All the time. time. I just think it goes back to a lot of our, our life, our decisions, Mm -hmm. our, you know, and it's what, what I want my, the next there. part of my life to look like and yes. to be more um, empowered in creating that. Yes. That's beautiful. We're here to create. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you for tuning in and listening and uh, watching if you're watching us today. And, you know, reach out if you have other topics you'd like us to go into or if you have any questions about anything we said today or if you're mm-hmm. interested in maybe any of the authors that Amy and I have studied. In relation Mm -hmm. to this, you know, definitely send us a message and reach out and thank you for listening. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the In Vibe Life podcast. For more information and to join our community, be sure and check out our website at www.invibelife.com. We look forward to sharing with you.